From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Tuesday, August 3rd, 2021. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. The CDC says 18 counties in Ohio are experiencing high community spread of the coronavirus. Monica Robbins has more. I spoke with Mark Adams, the deputy health commissioner for Lorain County, who told me hospitalization rates are still pretty low. That said, 99% of those getting hospitalized are unvaccinated. So that's who's most at risk. Vaccinated person to transmit to another vaccinated person, the chances would be winning the lottery. You'd have a better shot at that or even getting struck by lightning. But the unvaccinated vaccinated person places themselves at risk. And while they have the chance to do that, if that's what they want to do, it's just not smart. I'm Monica Robbins. First, it was Kroger and Walmart. Now other stores are updating safety guidelines as the Delta variant of the coronavirus spreads. Here's Karina Nova. Giant Eagle is reinstating their mask wearing mandate for team members and guests, whether you're vaccinated or not. Along with Giant Eagle, McDonald's is also requiring masks for customers and employees in areas with high COVID transmission. Walmart, Sam's Club, Kohl's and Target will require employees to wear masks regardless of vaccination status in COVID hotspots and Lowe's will require all employees to wear masks. I'm Karina Nova. As schools and businesses begin to reconsider their policies on mask wearing, another question is whether or not it's legal for an employer to require their employee to be vaccinated. Olivia Eugenio has more with a Columbus area attorney. Mark Landis is an attorney with Isaac Wiles Law Firm in Columbus. He says... It is. This comes from guidelines from the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission, but there are a couple of exceptions. You have to give the employee the opportunity to decline a vaccination if that employee has a religious objection or a physical uh, condition that would make it not advisable for them to have the vaccine. In Columbus, Olivia Eugenio. Governor Mike DeWine says the first meeting to redraw Ohio's congressional and legislative districts is set for Friday. Tracy Townsend has the details. The commission will begin the new redistricting process before the mid-September deadline to complete the new maps. The data will include counts of population by race, Hispanic origin, voting age, and housing occupancy status at geographic levels as small as neighborhoods. The results will be used for drawing voting districts for Congress and Ohio House and Senate races. The process has been delayed by about four months because of the pandemic. I'm Tracy Townsend. Today's special primary election for a congressional seat in the Cleveland area features a high-profile battle among Democrats in a race where more than $6 million has been spent. Lena Lai with affiliate station WKYC-TV in Cleveland reports. The two frontrunners, Chantel Brown and Nina Turner, the latest FEC report shows Turner outspending Brown more than two to one. CSU Dean of Law and former Lieutenant Governor Lee Fisher says while it's easy to frame the race as the progressive wing of the party in Turner versus the moderate wing in Brown. The truth of the matter is they have more in agreement than they do in disagreement. If you actually look at all the issues, I would say they agree far more than they disagree. I'm Lena Lai. An Ohio organization that advocates for affordable housing and fights homelessness is warning about a possible wave of evictions following the expiration of a federal moratorium on evictions that expired this past weekend. More from ONN's Dave James. Bill Faith is the executive director of the Coalition on Homelessness and Housing in Ohio. He says that census data show about 213,000 Ohio households are behind in rent, 
and about 134,000 renters fear eviction in the next two months. Michael Casson is an attorney representing Columbus area landlords. He says the moratorium's end doesn't mean a lot right now because there's so much undistributed rental assistance still available. Dave James, ONN News. The best high school football player in the country is skipping his senior year and heading to Ohio State early. Clay Gordon reports. Quarterback Quinn Ewers will be enrolling at Ohio State University this fall. Last week, Ewers was considering early enrollment after he was told Texas officials would not let him profit off his name, image, and likeness while in high school. Ewers reportedly has endorsement offers that could make him nearly a million dollars. Now, in a Twitter post, he says, quote, this is not just a financial decision. This is about what's best for my football career, end quote. He will still earn a high school degree. Yours was the top-ranked prospect in the 2022 class. I'm Clay Gordon. And the Cleveland Browns hit the practice field yesterday for day five of training camp, and all eyes were on running back Nick Chubb. Yolanda Harris explains. He just recently signed a three-year contract extension worth $36 million, and $30 million of that is guaranteed. So what does he think about sticking around in Cleveland long term? I love it here in Cleveland. I love this team, love the coaches. I love the position that I'm in. I can't ask for anything better than where I'm at, and Cleveland's where I want to be, and you know I'm happy to be able to you know, get that done so I can be here for even more years. Chubb has been selected to the Pro Bowl each of the past two years. I'm Yolanda Harris. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.